0: Uh, welcome to another episode of Get Bissos, the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penney's escape from purgatory and return to Earth in a quest to uh, for vengeance on Jif Bissos, founder of Amazon.com, who they felt ruined their retail empires. Uh, when they came to Earth through a series of complications and adventures and, you know, quests and stuff like that, they found that they liked Jif and they all became friends. And they ended up, uh, due to some co- other complications, they ended up in HE double hockey sticks, which was ended up being closed. And they were also dealing with the machinations, I think that's the right word, of some evil genius, Hansom or Gorebelly. But they managed to stop him. They couldn't save Hell, but they recreated another place they called Hell, Hell 2.0. And that was season one. As season one went to a close, everything looked great. They said, "Let's get this Hell Two Point Oh really cracking, not with the cracking with the K, like crack, Like let's get this, you know, let's let's run it at prime efficiency or something." And like when I season ended, I said, "Holy cow! I hope this catches up with me because I could really use." Uh, they said, wait a second, hell better, what does that mean? And and I said well they said, Well it it's intended to help living humans, I think. And their concept now this was in between seasons, so I cannot take credit for this and I would never want to. They said, Let's match up every human Oh wait, no, just this just in. That the idea came up in the season one that I wrote. So anyway, I guess this is my, but they said, let's match everybody up with every hell resident with a living human, send them out there, guardian devils, that'll set people straight. And they had a more nuanced version, but that was, you know, the actual, like, I don't think it was, well, I guess it ended up just as bad as it sounds. That wiped out most of humanity, also wreaked havoc on the environment. And then Jiff, or no, Richard Warren Sears, and James Cash Penny had to return to Earth. They had this weapon called the Horn of Jethro or Jericho, not sure which one, that has the power of de existence. And they had to de exist everybody that was like dealing with these guardian devils and the guardian devils to save what was left of humanity, which they managed to do. I think it took them a couple centuries or something. And meanwhile, they, they, like, Jeff Bissos and R- 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 James Cashpenny had also, like, done their best to help this one last vestige of humanity, which over the centuries developed into this beautiful city called Bessos. Uh Just be a long story, but, you know, named after Jeff Bissos because they felt like his principles created this uh, new society. This society ended up, it was a really uh, near utopia. It, I don't even know why I keep saying near utopia. It seemed like pretty, yeah, I guess near utopia, almost perfect. Or up until the part, where it was utopia until I started telling stories involving it. And then they said, okay, Scooch took a little shine off our utopia, but made it, a, and they say, why'd you have to go and do that? You could have just left us alone. Uh, but, but, so there was a near utopia and now Richard Warren Sears and James Cash like eventually uh, de-existed everything but the last remaining humans that weren't infected by whatever. They ended up getting back to hell and Jeff was like, you know what, happens? closing the hell down. That Bessos is near utopia so we don't have anybody coming in. There's no humans left. So we don't have any customers We're getting closed down. And they said, well, what does that mean for us? And they said, well, they're reassigning most of the staff, health staff, to like uh, more menial or, you know, entertainment jobs in heaven. And for the rest of us, it's like uh, Star Wars 2 or 3 mirror prisons. We're just going to float throughout our space uh, trapped in our own mirror. And they said, well, that's no, and then they said, wait a second, you're saying that there's no sinners on earth. And just said, I'm just telling you what the angels told me. And they said, well, that's not possible. It's still humans, we, you know. They said, it's just a near utopia. So then they headed back uh, and they said, well, either these people hadn't heard of uh, all the great stuff about sinning or uh, it's hidden underneath the surface. You know, that's how it usually works with these near utopias. Uh, So they headed back to Earth in order to save Hell. They said, "We'll get some customers for Hell. They can't shut us down." Now, if anybody's wondering who's in charge during all this, yes, that's a good instinct. This holy, uh, supreme being is on sabbatical during all this, which, as I said, is not unprecedented. So, don't save the letters. You know, tell your pastor or rabbi or your cleric or your septum, don't tell me, you know, I can't, it's it's in the seven day, what it doesn't just mean once, you know, we have seven days in a week. Uh, So just remember, Nat Scooter, I'm just the interpreter of this. Uh, So the Supreme being, so, but if you have any faith crisis, just run your questions through that. You might even have to talk to the, uh, whatever the person that you're, where, where you go. you we say, okay, wait, you say, okay, the why would the angels do? Oh, cause you know, they're on sabbatical. And you say, are you sure angels would? And they say, well, if they, you know, are, is there, you know, and I say, I don't know. They say, okay, yeah, you're right. If they were on sabbatical. Okay. Uh, but so Richard Warren series, James Cash Benny returned to earth. Uh, to the city of Bessos, city-state, I would definitely call it a city-state, bigger than a city, smaller than a state, but, uh, and they said, well, we'll find some humans that are up to no good, and we'll, you know, we'll say, oh, great job, let's keep this up, let's let's get this sin back in order. Now, like all things that I have a hand in, it wasn't that simple, they got into Bessos, and they just didn't get straight access to sinners. So then they said, well, let's do a little propaganda. And our Richard Warren Sears said, I'll write a play, Case for Sin. We'll put on the play. It'll infect the minds of the people. And they'll all go crazy for sin. And then James Cash he was like, well, maybe there's something strange going on here. Like, why is this a near utopia? What are the factors that cause near utopias or utopias? And he, he was curious because, and then he met, uh, now Jeff Bissos, uh, speaking of sin as a son across centuries. That's weird. That's, I don't know if that's wrong or not. Uh, probably could deem it unnatural, but he was, you know, but he has a son there and the son was like, Hey, I'm worried about, you know, keeping this utopia. And then, you know, Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny, they're both titans of industry. So it seemed like James Cashpenny wanted to still inquire, like, why this place was working so good, where Richard Warren Sears wanted to do a play about sin. Then also, meanwhile, parallel storylines, uh, Heaven, with the angels in charge, said, well, you know, what? we better not just get rid of hell, let's, let's just get rid of earth. Uh, with the assumption that when the supreme being gets back, they're going to flip. They say, when I left, there was like 7 billion people. Now there's like uh, 286,000. What in the heck? And those don't quote me on those numbers. And then the supreme being would be like, well, where's hell? And they say, well, it's a funny thing you ask, boss. It was the weirdest thing. These two guys got out of purgatory. They, wait a second. How how'd somebody get out of purgatory? And he said, "What's well, the funniest thing. And so they said, what if we, and then they say, well, what happened to earth? And they say, well, like we were saying, it's the strangest thing. You wouldn't believe it. And then this is like the Supreme being comedy tour. Supreme beings like, you know, uh, well, I, you know, I, I'm all knowing except when I'm not in town, you know, that's what, uh, whatever, oh, out of office means, you so they said instead of doing all that, they would just wipe Earth out. And, you know, again, this is going to be an ego blow to everybody, but according to what I've looked up through these fictional angels, we're not the only game in the universe. So, you know, they're like, well, those other billions of stars with their uh, universes, you know, supreme being will be like, well, bummer. I like to those humans, the way they, uh, you know, but you say we got the blobs over at UB forty six. You know they're kind of like them. They're just different. And you know, be like, well, we got platypus planet too. So we're not out of platypus platypi. So let's see, where was they? So then they, so the angels were going to wipe out Earth. So then you know, what, what what do you do in a situation like that if you're not perfect? You lie. So they lied to the angels. They said, you know what, God is coming to Richard Warren Sears play. So you can't wipe out Earth. And the angels, they were like, you know, they don't trust us, I guess. And they said, well, we don't believe you. And they said, well, go ahead. What are you going to do? Wipe out Earth when uh, the supreme being's there? And they said, Touche. We'll just go there and investigate. So then the angels went there and investigated. And then there's been this whole trial about, geez, should we, is sin good or is more, is this utopia already good? The people, why are the people coalescing together? Is it out of fear, out of fear of doing something wrong? And that's kind of where we last left off. Specifically, uh, Jif uh, had cleared out hell, brought all the hell, everyone from hell. Somehow, a bunch of the angels showed up to investigate this God thing. And it looked like there was going to be a battle on the plane in front of Bessos. But then... Uh, James Cashpenny kept up with this theme, they were having a case for sin. So he said, well, here's the case for fear versus sin. And he said, maybe these people in this utopia are working so good together because they're afraid of what's outside of the utopia. And, you know, because of the fear, you know, they need each other, you know, because like their survival depends on one another working together. So maybe fear is a good thing. Maybe it's not sin. And he rested his case. He said, fear, maybe fear is better than sin. And you say, well, is there any nuance in there? Sin is sin. Well, this is like more of a direct fear. And then Richard Warren Sears is about to, I guess, make the case for sin right now. So, like, yeah, so that's what's been going on since last week. All right, uh, let's get on with the show hi everybody this is the narrator again good to well i don't see you have uh, a good you know good to be around i don't know what i mean i guess he said don't you're getting fixated on your existence and i said yeah because you only because i only get the, the pages that i feel like a movie star sometimes i only get the pages of the script and i say scripts with quotes because it's not actually a script it's a to say rough outline, holy. Oh, he's coming in. Yes, so Edgar, uh, we're here resetting up. The, we, believe it or not, so efficient this storytelling I'm associated with. It. We're back right where we last left off last week on the plains outside Bessos, where there was just an unbelievably brilliant perform. Okay, he walked away again. And I'll pick right back up, but he's so, I don't even know, remember, but he, I, I enjoy working with the, I hope I can be re, because the they, they, doctor, I, I, got, I had got a hold while he was sleeping. Uh, you know, you not supposed to manipulate people's subconscious, but, but if you're within that subconscious, I think it's uh, morally not objectionable. But so while Scooter, while the pod man was sleeping, I made, made him call. And I got on the phone with someone, and they said, well, all you can do is, you, you know, you'll be back in the subconscious. You'll, you, you'll always be there. And they said, but I want to be out there and narrating. And then the actor said, Andrew, Andrew. And then that woke him up. Uh, so, and then he said, we'll need to talk about this next week. And the pod man said, what, what? And then he said, what are you... Uh, and I, I guess I did feel like I, I violated, but it, but they said, well, it's just my, you know, I guess you call Freud if you want to know. I really should be professional. So we're back out where we last left out uh, the plane outside. See, I can be professional. I, I could apply. You know, it was my first time narrating too, by the way, uh, critics. So, you know, it's not a, Okay, hey, focus, I can do this, I can do this. Uh, so we're at the plane outside Vessos, and there's just been a wonderful performance of magic where we learned, a couple of, uh, only important plot points are all the employees of hell are back on Earth. And it seemed, they seemed to be alluding that they would have kind of free reign or something, that they're now residents of Earth. Even before they found out about this, the angels, uh, a the existence team led by Kim was the angel in charge of that. Uh it said, look, we're gonna get this is it, we'll get rid of Earth. But I think they were still like they were still on the fence, and then James Cashpenny did his thing. And Richard Warren, right when we right where he last left, left off, Richard Warren Sears is kind of pacing around uh, James seems, everyone seems nervous because obviously if you're a human, you really don't want Earth to be de-existed. But it's R.W. show, so I'm just going to have to turn it over to him. So here, Richard, ladies and gentlemen, Richard Warren Sears, he's about to make his case for sin, I believe. Oh, wait, the judge is going to say something first. It looks like the judge is a computer, by the way, or a robot. Not a robot, a server. Mobile server, because I say it's kind of like if you've seen Interstellar, but not that not that good, like just a, a server with wheels. Oh, and not a serving robot like Rosie, like a server, like you'd see a big square thing with the file, you know, the CPUs, I think, multiple cores. I don't know anything about this stuff, and it's not written down. It says ZQ, and he said that's says CPU zq3 uh so yeah okay so here we go uh court is back in session uh uh, is uh, mr warren sears are you ready to present your case uh thank you your honor just just a few minutes here i'm getting the uh, the angels uh just need about two more minutes of uh, recess your honor uh Uh, James, no, I don't need to, oh boy, James, James, you're violating, uh, Richie, we gotta, what are you gonna do, we gotta, you know, Uh, James, you've done your best, so I will take it from here, thank you, Uh, have a seat, Uh, okay, Kim, uh, angels, can you bring it in here, angels, uh, they're ignoring me, Kim, uh, what do you do, okay, you're walking away, so angels, I was thinking, you know, we're gonna save humanity here together. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you're a spiritual being, so you've been aware of the play I've been writing, Case for Sin. Uh, So, okay, uh, angels, are no one's listening to me. You're all involved in your own. Excuse me, angels, excuse me. Uh, We're about to make a case for sin. And without angels, and a chorus of angels, that's why I brought you here. Uh, Mr. Sears, uh, yes, Kim, uh, what is it? Uh, we we, we did you you we just you you just called us here because you said the hell was coming, and we've checked our prophecy charts and we can kind of vaguely fit this in. You know, be a lot better. I, I don't know. I think if this is not a good situation that uh, Mister Mister Penny just unleashed those hellions. I mean, even though there's a small and he he seems to still have the respect. Uh, Kim, this case is not closed. The case for humanity is not closed. And like James had said, you don't know who's watching. So angels, I know. Just please give me give me one second of your time. Could you show me a little common decency here? No, no, none of you are going to listen. Uh, Kim, can you get these angels to listen? to me? I just need two songs out of you. Uh, like first, I'm gonna do. Like I'll be doing most of the singing. Like I'm gonna start off as a young boy. You know, I'll start the court part, and I'll call myself as a witness, but then I'm going to be out there on the stage, the plane, as a boy, and then I'll discover sin. And then, uh, you know, then I'll start singing the first, you know, what is this? You know, I've been working on it. I think it should be fine. You know, this is just our first performance, and this is, you know. So just look at it like a dress rehearsal. Uh, though you never know who's watching, so don't de-exist anything. Hello, angels, are you listening? Because that's when you come in. Uh, but you won't be playing angels, of course. You, do you do you understand? Okay, you're still chattering among yourselves. This is, what kind of behavior is this? Uh, Mr. Sears, we're not here to serve you. So I don't know where the mis, 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 mis miscommunication happened. Uh, we were here to see if you were lying, you humans. That God was going to be here watching your play. Oh, wait a second. Uh, yes, Charles. Oh, okay. So the winging. Okay, so I don't. I'm not familiar with all the codes with uh, the Almighty. I don't know all the codes. So could you just explain it to me in plain language? Oh, so the Almighty's still on sabbatical. So we should just. Okay, so de, de, let's just de-exist this thing. Okay, um, uh, order, your honor, I call for order in the court, uh, order in the court, angels, uh, order in the court. Uh, we don't need any order in the court. We're, we're going to prepare to de-exist, uh, humanity and earth and that'll take care of the, the creatures that are un, unleashed. Uh, oh, wait a way to say, uh, no, no, James, this is my, uh, one second angels. You've made your case clearly. And James has made his case. And if, you, if you're fair-minded, I believe you are, Angel. So, you, I mean, you don't seem to be being fair to me. And you say, okay, because I represent, you know, the, the whatever, the dregs of whatever. I don't know. You've been insulting me. I've heard you. And I, I still have a chance to make my case. I don't think a few minutes of your time, if your almighty is, is still off on a sabbatical and you've exposed our lies, uh, why don't you give it a few more minutes then? Uh what are you are you gonna use the horn, horn of Jericho or Jethro to, to de exist us anyways? Just curious. oh uh, well yes, we have a larger version of that, but yeah, we'll be we'll that uh, you, you we'll be using something like that. Uh Okay, well, well you just gotta give us a few minutes. You're not gonna be de existing us when I'm done speaking, and I guess I won't need your help, uh Oh boy, Skiffy's coming. This is like the worst possible time, playglass. What is it? Well, Mr. Penny, you said you needed me on your, on, on your team uh, because you were going to, I thought you were going if, to, if I'm going to be de-existed, what does that mean? Will Megaria miss me? I'd like to see her one last, could, excuse me, Kim, could I see Megaria one last time? Could Could you bring the Furies down here? Uh, no, we cannot do that. they they actually booked. They're booked up in heaven, so they're very busy. And you know she's seeing someone. He's down here somewhere, but he, I, 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 I just want to say goodbye. If we, if you're gonna, I just want to say goodbye to her. Okay, well, well, it's not possible. We need to just get this moving. Can, 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 if you, it, you know, this man Richard Warren Sears, he's proof of that sin is ineffective. I guess, and we thought we had everything going well, and. It, I mean, but if you if you really need to make one last argument, I guess we can't. You you humans are so persistent. Holy cow! I mean, between you and and James Cashpenny Penny, I can't say how disappointed we are. But you've made your choices as well. Okay, okay, just leave my best friend alone. And I, I declare order in the court, Your Honor. I'm ready to present my case. And I'm here to, you know, present. I guess I'll just go almost to a closing argument. I have a couple witnesses I need to call, Your Honor, uh, if the court will allow it. Uh, the court will, of course, the court will allow it. And I realize these these angels are in a hurry because because they're trying. You know, I guess the angels aren't. I really, I guess, to make sense, you're fallible. I don't understand how to have enlightened free will. They may have enlightened free will, James, and you're looking at me amazed. Yes, I understand what that is. And these angels, uh, the council uh, that is in charge of them, they seem to already have made the decision. You know, there's nothing I could possibly say to change their minds. Uh, but I don't have much to say. I'd like to call Flagolas, Plaguey Glass, uh, Skiffy to the stand. I'd like to ask you a few questions, sir. Uh, me? Me? You'd like to call me to the stand? Uh, yes, yes, I'd like to call you to the stand, uh, Your Honor. Uh, calling the witness. Uh, it's hard when we don't have a court I think you, you go stand on that mound over there, Skiffy. Okay, okay. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen of the court, this is Flake Glass. Flake Glass, we call him Skiffy. We've 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 come to like him very much. And you you were once employed in Hell, were you not? Uh, the original Hell, I, uh, yes, I was. And you were employed on the River Styx, I believe. Uh, a section of it, I was, yes. And you were a uh, skiffer, so you weren't a boatman. You were just a skiffer across. Uh, yes, skiffing, uh, skiffing and then dealing with the sudden, sullen, and, and some other, like just, a uh, c- crowd control. And you did, you did that for some, some, some period of time, did you not? I did, I did. And while you were in, uh, employed in, uh, in hell, uh, did you enjoy your job at any time? Uh, I enjoyed me skiff. Uh, I guess you would say my job it was very dull, but me skiff—I could—I realized I could skiff around, and then once in a while, you know, people would come through on a tour. I could skiff them, or you know, occasionally with my employees or relocations, reassignments. I would skiff in a skiff. And I had a little skiffing game. So I loved me skiff. uh, But not, you know. I mean, love maybe it really made me happy. Okay, thank you. Uh, I'm going to change direction here, if you don't mind. Uh, Why are you here today? I came with Jif. Because he said the hell is going to be nuked again. Nuked, whatever, angels de-existed. And that in order to save... Everybody that worked there, we had to come here. And then maybe we could help here because this is where Jif's son Malik is and people. And we just want to, I don't want to lose my job, you know, I like, I don't really have any work in the new hell because there's nobody there. But I mean, I like uh, the uh, other people and I'd prefer... I guess we're going to be de-existed, but otherwise, they said maybe I could skiff at a theme park in, in heaven. They said they were going to put me on a boat with the uh, uh, fairy tales, and I didn't. I don't know. Okay, so you're here to help uh, uh, the, the other employees of Hell and and maybe humanity, if you could. I guess mostly the yes, the police of hell, Jiff, you, James Cash Benny and Malik Jiff's son. He sounded he's, he's a nice looking he's he's nice. Okay, Skiffy, and I know that's really why one re is that one reason why you're here? Is there another reason why you're here? Um uh uh what do you mean? Uh, What what would you really want, other than helping your friends? What is the most, uh, while you're here, if I could do anything for you, what would that be, without limitation? Uh, Get me girl back, Megaria. I just want to make up with her. Okay, can you tell us, in as few words as possible, who Megaria is? She's me girl. Uh, we started seeing each other when I was a skiff'er, and in the next, uh, if you pass over sticks there, and you pass on a bit, uh, you'd see the Furies, uh, Megaria and her sisters, and we got to know each other. And you know, she felt like she was too not nice to be loved, and I, but I loved her I, when we spent. We were in love, and then we were. We had a up and down relationship. Okay, it's a few words. You were. In Megaria, when you were employed in hell, uh, were in love. Uh, yes. You see that, angels? Are you shocked? Yeah, that's what's been going on down there. I guess some of you, you know, it seems like it, it, there's no not going to be consensus building about this with the angels. Uh, so that was when you were in hell and you had an on-again, off-again relationship but you felt that you both deeply loved each other. Is that true? Uh, yes, it is. And at some point you relocated to come over, uh, to Hell 2.0. And did you continue your relationship, uh, when you moved over occasionally, but she, uh, on again, okay, okay. okay. Let's see if I could restate that, uh, uh, did you see each other, uh, hmm. did you ever kiss when you were in Hell 2.0? Uh, yes, on the lips, with, you know, a real kiss. Uh, yes, occasionally. Uh, did you hold out hope that your relationship would continue uh, to be based in deep love and either get better, or slightly better, or a lot better? I did, uh, you, objection, Your Honor. Uh, James, you can't object. I, this is the middle of my. Uh, I know what you're saying is speculation. It's. Uh, I asked him if he, if it was his. Uh, your uh, objection overruled, James. We're about to be de-existed here. Okay. Uh, so you would have held out hope that your relationship would could get better. You held out hope, but you didn't have any reason to believe it. Except in your heart. Or because you desired it, is that true? I guess so, and, and she, you know, the way she would look at me sometimes. And did something happen to to make that seem less possible? Uh, yes, she was, her and the Furies were trained uh, to become lounge singers in heaven. And then they went away. And Medusa. Okay, and uh, how did that make you feel upset, huh? uh leading your honor uh, how did that make you feel stricken stricken or whatever they say your honor uh it's very sad i was worried about her but i hoped she would come back to see me and uh had you ever seen her have you ever seen her since that day i ha- i have uh, okay um let am getting ahead of myself uh, cuz things were complicated were things complicated in hell 2.0 at the time Was it a very Yes, you guys were gone, then you were back, then you needed sinners. And the angels were saying they were going to shut the hell down, and that's why they took the Furies away. And they said all of us were going to get new jobs in heaven. And then I found out Megaria was dating an angel. And how did that make you feel? It crushed me because I hadn't seen her and I loved her. And that she was, and it also made me upset and mad too. Okay, and uh, now uh, since uh, you found out, have you you, uh, seen her, or what else were you working on other than pining after the woman you loved? What else were you working on? We were trying to save hell and humanity uh, by helping you and Mr. Penny and Jif's son uh, keep this city going. And I still haven't seen the inside of her. It's nice. And so we were trying to figure all that out to help you make a case for sin, like assist you. And why did you want to help? Because uh, it seemed like, because I like you, because I care about you guys. And and I, I don't know, I like listening to you. And like, I like feeling a part of a team. And, you know, Jif's so smart and James so able and you're so, uh, you know, uh, you're so in con- c- command. Ah, uh, yes, I am. So I wanted to help, and, and J- Jif just would tell me a lot about what he imagined his son was like and and about the woman he loved. He doesn't really talk to anybody else about that, but... Okay, that's fine. It's speculation. James is going to object to all that. Uh, so tell me about the last time you saw the woman you loved. Well, we, we went to heaven, and uh, should I tell the truth? Uh, nothing but the truth. Uh, you know, so help you. Uh, so help you if anybody's watching, and, you know, observing this. Earth's about to be de existed. Uh, we don't have a court stenographer, unfortunately. Well, we, we Jeff and I, uh, we were working because you were here trying to find sinners uh, because you just thought uh, people sin. So, you would find them, and then you would, then we would have, heaven would leave us alone. Maybe the furies would come back, maybe not. Uh, but then we learned that the angels were picking up their pace, that they were going to get rid of Earth, too. And Jif was worried, and I was worried, and we were brainstorming. And so then we, uh, we, uh, we had came up with an idea to trick them. I don't know if it was your idea or was it me and Jeff's idea. Um, It's it probably a group idea, you know, like you said, teamwork. Richard Warren Sears, what is going on with you? Okay, keep going, please. Uh, but so we went into heaven and we figured if we convinced the angels that God was going to come to your play, by well, we told them it was going to be James Cash Penny's play. Uh, why? Why would you do that? Never. No, I, I need to focus here. Uh, tell me about when you went to heaven. Oh, well, I went to heaven, pretending to confront Megaria, and in some real way doing that. But uh, I had an invitation uh, invitation to the play, and it said that God was going to be at the play, but that was a lie, a assumption, or a trick on our parts. And then I saw Megaria, and I saw that angel over there. Uh, who was her boyfriend, apparently? Uh, Your Honor, that's uh, that brawny man in the uh, is that a vest or did you just rip the sleeves off of that flannel shirt? Uh, I thought you were all in white. Uh, but Your Honor, that he pointed to that angel. Could you come over here? Oh, you bet. I bet you bet I'm gonna come over there. I'm coming over here right now. Okay, uh, uh, one second, I'll call on you. In one second, Your Honor, I have a, a of witnesses here, but I could handle it. Uh, uh, go ahead; you have you have leeway. I uh, so, you know, Flagelius, you're not a human being, but you were one. Were, can you remember? Were you ever a human being? I I believe I was. Okay, well, it's not important because I don't know the answer to it, so I don't want to. It seems like you were driven by love to do these things. Would you agree? Uh, Leading the witness, Your Honor. Uh, That's right, I'm leading the witness, James. Just holy moly. Uh, What would you say drove your actions uh, uh, to save your friends and and to get your girl back? Uh, uh, Love, love, of course. Okay, no further questions. I'm going to go straight to this combative witness because they're about to... yeah, I'm about to speak up. Uh, he didn't act out of love. He acted out of uh, selfishness, your honor, or whatever your name is, prosecution. Uh, he's like the rest of you. He's selfish. He didn't want to help you. He wanted to feel good. And he doesn't understand Megaria uh, like I do. I I understand. her. Uh, okay. Uh, and do you love Megaria? I do. And are you very upset uh, with us humans uh, because of the way we're acting? I am, because you're selfish. And uh, that's a good question you raise. Uh, Is love selfish? Uh, uh, Do you feel like uh, his actions were only for himself? It seems like it. Okay, uh, no, no further questions, Your Honor. Uh, Your Honor, I'd like to call uh, Mary Lou to the stand next. What? Uh, Yes, Mary Lou, I'd like to call you to the stand, uh, uh, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Uh, Now, Mary Lou, uh, could you uh, state what one of your jobs, uh, your most recent job when you first uh, observed me and James Cash Penny was in Bezos? Uh, I, I helped in the quarantine, processing and, and, and running tests in the quarantine. And uh, was that the first time you saw James Cashpenny and I? Uh, no, the first time was on the cameras outside when we had the alert you were coming. Okay. And uh, we, when you uh, were working in quarantine, uh, were all the tests normal? Uh, they were, they were, my gut said something was strange, but I, it could be, I could be seeing it differently, but, uh, yeah, most of the tests turned out normal, and did you, you know, Mary Lou, I'll be honest, when I was being tested, uh, I felt like your hands were very, your touch was very warm through the, uh, latex barrier, whatever barrier it was, uh. Uh, separating the quarantine oh yeah i uh i try to be uh warm and gentle when i'm doing my job uh and did you feel warmth uh when you were doing your job uh testing me and james cash penny i i felt curiosity i always feel curiosity when i'm it's it's very rare, and everyone talks about outsiders, and then it's been a while, and because of our birth rate, we don't rely on outsiders uh, to sustain things in Bessos. And, you know, there's always a, you know, it, it's a process. Uh, but the first thing is to focus on our job, uh, which is just to test and observe. And we're not even running the tests, you know, we're just initiating the tests. So, uh, I don't, I, I, but I always, yeah, I guess I did feel some warmth because I sometimes I think about what it's like out there and what I imagine it's like. And I knew you two had each other, but I could see something very lonely on your face in particular and very worn and tired. And sometimes I just imagine what it's like out there. Even though you were together you you were alone somehow, and what I would feel like out there and I guess part of it the part of the way I can help Bessos the best the people within Bessos, is to do my job well, but I think i don't know I don't have any control outside of doing my job well of what's going to happen to you, but while I'm doing it. I try to have warmth and, and kindness, even though it's just an intention. But I think, yeah, I, I did have a little bit more for you because I felt, if I felt something. It wasn't just, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Okay, thank you, Mary Lou. I, I'll tell you, we're going to move around here a little bit, but thank you uh, uh, for doing your job well and uh, for for your warmth and kindness. Uh, before before i guess before i move on i was struck by what you said well why uh, do you want to do your job well to protect Bessos? Uh, c- could you tell me more about what motivates you well the quarantine is a, is is an essential way uh, to keep the people of safe even if you had some sort of even if you had no ill intentions at all you, there might be something on you, you don't know about. It could be radiation, it could be some some sort of micro microorganism, and so by me being focused it, it protects everyone else within vessels, and that's we rely on each other And in in the only way if if I want to trust other people that are doing the other essential jobs like purifying the water, if they're not doing their job well, it would be hard for me to relax and drink water. And eventually that would cause the end of pestos if the water wasn't taken care of. And at the same way with the people that are home sleeping, if they're counting on me doing the best job I can and staying focused, uh, do, do, do you understand? Uh, I understand exactly. there be people not running the quarantine or counting on the quarantine to protect them. And uh, you need to do your job well for the quarantine to work well or work at all. We could even say, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Uh, and, uh, so it, is that what motivates you is just respect, uh, for the other people that do their jobs well? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't exactly know. Uh, okay, well, maybe we'll come back to that, Mary Lou, because you're dressed in uh, an interesting outfit now. You're clad in black, and you had broken into the courthouse that we had the other two angels at. You had taken over the courthouse for a time, and you wanted the uh, angels to be placed on trial, was my understanding at, at the time and you seem, you and Malik seem to be involved in some, uh, movements with other young people here in Besos, uh, can you give me a general idea in, in as few words as possible, you know, I can ask you to elaborate though, uh, what exactly, uh, in a general sense, uh, uh, were, were you and Malik trying to accomplish, or you and your group trying to accomplish by arresting the angels? Uh, well, the angels, is, put it simply, we view them as a threat. Okay. A threat to whom? Uh, to all the people of Besos. In this group you're part of, I'm not asking you to uh, tell me about the group or who's in the group or what your activities are. But in my impression, uh, Mary Lou, is that it's a group of uh, uh, citizens, as I said, young citizens of Bessos. And you seem to be worried about something and a- adamant that it should be fixed. I think uh, the tail of the, the duck that got hit by the sky or, or something. Uh, can can you tell me a little bit about uh, about that? Uh, it's, it's Chicken Little uh, is the tale. It's a ch- children's tale. It's been around uh, since y- y- your existence. Uh, But yeah, just like the tale of Chicken Little, I think that is the metaphor of our movement. And yeah, I won't elaborate on our movement any more than, than that because I don't think I need to. You're right. And I think Malik's talked about it before, but just like Chicken Little... Uh, w- was walking and he, 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 like we lived in a world where once the sky was falling. And so Chicken Little would have been right if he said, The sky is falling, let's do something about it. And it's strange that Mr. Best is here and that all these, when you, you know, all these mythology, I don't know, it, it can be very confusing. Uh, so, but to distill it for you, there was once a time when th- this earth was entirely inhospitable to human beings, you know, after w- whatever happened, uh, and, uh, you know, the the mythology goes that you, you, I guess it's really you, you're not an actor. You and James Cashpenny uh, both caused the failure of earth, the downfall, and then the uh, cleaning up of it uh, but while humanity was enduring that, that that's where besos was the last bastion of humanity you know uh where we where human beings could be protected and and exist uh inside of all that chaos that was going on outside of it and and this was a long ago generations and generations ago and as that has waned, as you and Mister Penny, or as the tale goes, cleaned the earth of the threats, and as the natural processes of the earth kind of stabilized, uh, the sky stopped falling. And I guess we just we, we like to use the thing of Chicken Little, uh, you know, because it's a little bit different. Like the, our sky really did fall. And we did, really did need a chicken little at one time. I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm not so good with the metaphors. I'm sorry. Okay, so you could say, thank you, uh, Mary. Do you say your your group is concerned with the well-being of Bezos, in your opinion? Yes. And one of the things you're concerned about is that the the external threat, like James and Malik kind of made their case on this, that the people of Bessos don't have something directly to be afraid of, uh, and that without the sky falling, I think the argument has already been made that then Bessos would would begin to unravel, or uh, the thing that makes Bessos work without something to be afraid of. Uh, it, it would eventually stop working. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's. I guess that's what I we 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 believe is that uh, that people aren't taking. I guess I I believe that people aren't just taking that threat seriously. The threat of no threats. Now, Malik is a little bit on more. We need something to be afraid of. Where I'm just wondering, and why isn't why can't we just have an open discussion about the fact. Do we need to be afraid or not uh, to keep ourselves going? Okay, Mary Lou, I'm going to ask you uh, w- one uh, question. It might take you a second to answer it, uh, but you just posed a question, do we need fear? And that's what James and Malik have made, a case for fear. And you seem to, you talked earlier about kind of putting yourself in other shoe, other people's shoes. They might use the word compassion or empathy. Wondering what it's like on the outside, and I wonder and this will be speculative your honor uh why do you think Malik uh wants Bezos? Uh, and even my friend James Cashpenny, why do you think uh they want Bezos to stay afraid ah uh, because they they, they uh, cause Malik cares he he doesn't want to see he he doesn't want to see things go Malik's very he knows the history. And how special the thing we have is. And how people are flourishing and kind to one another. And yet, yeah, it's not perfect. We've never said it's perfect. And I know your value system and the angel's value system, it doesn't seem to quite fit ours the same exact way. But it's the same. And we have sin. Oh, Mr. Mr., Mr., Mr. Sears, we just don't have time. I mean, we have people that make mistakes, but I guess it's it's different because, okay, I'm going to stop you there, Mary Lou. I, I understand what you're saying is that, uh, you know, uh, let's see. I, I guess, could you just say, could you use a one-word thing for why other than care? What makes someone care, Mary Lou? Uh, Love, I guess, or connection. Okay. Uh, so would you say that uh James Cashpenny or let's just say Malik does he love uh uh Bezos? Uh he, yes. Uh okay, no objection James. Uh I and I'm not saying in love uh, does Malik love uh uh people in Bezos? Yes, he does. He does. He loves his Okay, that's uh, that's all I'm asking Mary Lou. Thank you. And Mary Lou, I'd ask you the same question. Do you, uh, are you acting more, you know, this brawny angel just stated that uh, my friend Skiffy, uh, who's in love and love and in love are two different things, which I've just been, you know, I could go on about it, Mary Lou. I think I was confused and I fell in selfish love with you, you know. And I, I, I said, "Oh, this Mary Lou," and I was starstruck because you're beautiful, and your touch was warm, and I could feel uh, your caring for my sadness. I could feel your empathy and compassion, but I was selfish, just like this brawny man said, and just like's been said on the case, uh, this whole case for sin is that I'm the one that he, that, uh, my selfish motivations, you know, this whole thing started because I was jealous of Jiff, and because I knew I could push my best friend, James, I'm sorry, uh, a little bit late, you know, down, you know, about to be de-existed, all humanity. And, uh, you know, I, I guess it would be selfish for me to get slowed down and thrown off the case, Mary Lou, but I just wanted to apologize to you. For my selfish love of you. And and I say it's not a lust-based, Mary Lou, because I don't know. I haven't really been in human existence in a while. But maybe there was something to that. I guess my definition of love is the one that is as distorted as these angels point out. And the one they seem to have uh, uh, just distaste for as human beings. And I, I guess my Mike you know, I, I think uh I, so you love the people of Besos. Uh, do you think it's uh, that you love yourself or you love the people of Besos? I'm sorry, Mary Lou, I went on a little tangent there. Okay, can can you yeah, I I, I understand and I, I guess I was confused about my feelings about you too. Uh but I, I guess uh, I, yeah, I accept your apology. Oh, thank you, Mary Lou. I, I appreciate you accepting my apology, and I guess I would have to make a, you know amends every human being that ever exists. So, but I can't do that today. And I can see the angels. The angels are stirring. So I'll, I'll get to the close of my case, believe it or not. I mean, I guess what I'm asking you, Mary Lou, is who who do you love more, yourself or Besos? I don't know if I have a clear answer to that. Uh, is it because uh, you and Besos are so tightly connected? It's almost like everyone in Besos relies on one another, right, Mary Lou? Uh, yeah, we do. We definitely do. If we, 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 you have to choose to live here, and if you live here, you choose to participate. Or if you can't participate, you know that's a different story. We'll provide for you. Uh, but if you're able to choose, then you need to choose to be a part of the community, and uh, like a, so, I, I guess, Mary Lou, this is a question for the philosophers. But but is there something? Do you feel like there's something inherently selfish about living here in Bezos? I I, I don't I don't know I I don't I don't know. I mean, we have little selfish things roll out, and then Mister Penny was going to start that. A day without choice, which we thought would be fun, but we do have little things, and indulgences, and you know, like I said, things that you would have called sin. But if it doesn't damage what what holds us together, you know, then you're just still choosing to participate. Okay, Mary. Lou, let me let me ask you something else. Let me just ask you. So every day, you basically every moment. In some sense, you choose uh, to be a part of Besso's. Uh, correct? Yeah, yeah, I guess you do. And when you choose, those moments where you consciously choose, do you ever have a moment where you're constantly aware, consciously aware, excuse me, that you're choosing to be a part of the, the Uh Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, and when that happens... Are you thinking about yourself or other people in Bessos? Uh, usually other people are thinking about someone working in the water plant or the baby, a baby or what I'm eating. Because then I say, oh, well, I know Jared works over at the farm there. So and I say, oh, wow. I wonder who picked this apple. And then I think, okay, well, it's just, it's just, uh, you, do you think you think about them? Well, yeah, I said, well, Jared can't get this apple if I don't do my job good. Okay, that's it, Mary Lou. No further questions. Uh, so that's it. Okay, what's the, uh, what's the, co- angels, uh, just about to rest my, uh, Kim, what are you doing? I, mean, I didn't even rest. okay, you're on arrest my case, I guess, I think, but I still, I'd like to be, uh, Mr. Richard Warren Sears, it's, it's it's great, but we're still de-existing you. It's great that you're pointing out that this society functions Uh but, but it doesn't It says things have gone too far. Uh things have gone too far. And so uh you're not gonna give me a chance to make my closing statement. I think it'll probably would you that didn't uh, change your mind? Uh what if I start name calling you know I have a quick question. Uh mister Sears, it's not there's no time for this, okay? No, humans. Okay, one one second, please. I'd like to speak to my friend James Cashpenny in one second. And, uh, James, I don't know. Uh, Your Honor, can can we call recess and the angels can't de-exist anything? Your Honor, can you... you, uh, Angels, you're uh, held in contempt of court until uh, closing statements are made. Uh, But, Your Honor, we don't recognize... uh, uh, This is my court. Uh, You recognize my authority. Uh, thank you, Your Honor. Are you, Your Honor, are you broadcasting to outer space on all levels? Oh, I, I don't have. A, uh, oh, yeah. oh, you never mind, Your Honor. You don't need to lie on my behalf. Uh, anyway, uh, one second. I'm going to talk to James. Hey, everybody! This is a narrator. Holy moly! Was that Richard Warren Sears or what the heck? You? But I think he's made. He's going somewhere. It's just woo boy. I guess he did get somewhere, but uh, let's take a break. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry one bit. It's all, all I can do is. I think he said he's L O V E. He's in love with loving. So uh, let's find out what happens next week. Okay.